Right, okay, let's have a quick look at UFC Vegas 27, uh, headlined by Rob Font and Cody Garbrandt. There's some excellent fights on this card, so this is the Burt Locker, fights in 15, UFC Vegas 27. Let's start off with Big Ben Rothwell taking on Chris Barnett at 265 pounds. They're heavyweights. I've got a couple of heavyweights on in here. I'm really looking forward to. Love the heavyweights here at the Burt Locker. Love the heavyweights. So, uh, to be honest... If, if Ben Rothwell can just get to the cage at this point, I think he'll be happy. I mean, he's had like three cancelled fights with Philip Linz, and he's had a cancelled fight against Mazaharov as well. Uh, yeah, so he's had four cancelled fights in a row. So just get into the cage will be a win for Ben. And if he gets into the cage, I also think it will be an actual win for Ben. I think that this should be... On paper, it should be an easy-ish fight. I mean, Barnett, he's not been in the UFC yet. It's, he's, it's his debut... His record is like 21, 6 and 0. He's not like, you know, setting the world on fire, but a heavyweight, you know, it's difficult to put, to put all those wins together. Um, there's very little information on uh, Barnett. He usually wins by decision or KO. He likes to strike. There isn't very much on his style, but since he trains at a place called Barnett Taekwondo Academy, I think a safe bet. I don't think you have to be a detective to figure out that maybe he's a Taekwondo guy. A heavyweight Taekwondo guy, that'll be interesting. But either way, I think that it's a safe bet to say that he's probably going to strike. I think that if he's striking with Ben Rothwell, I think uh, Ben Rothwell probably knocks him out. And uh, I'm going to go with the name here. I like Ben Rothwell. I think he's uh, he's beatable. So maybe maybe... Maybe bang some money on Barnett for the upset. I think he's a 3.75 outsider. But no, I'm going with the, with the favourite here. But I am going to take him by knockout. 2.38. Add that to the slip. Justin Taffer versus Jared Vendera. Uh, again, 265. We've got the heavy, but they've got the big boys. The big boys are coming in. So, uh, so Taffer, I've I've seen him a couple of times. He's a bit hit and miss. I think he's a I think he's a loss win loss in the UFC. Um, as far as I remember, he last lost to Carlos Felipe by decision. It was yeah, it's just it was just he seemed to have trouble with Felipe because Felipe was quite quite a lot bigger. Like Taffer's not the biggest heavyweight. Like he's kind of a little bit like a Mark Hunt in that he's he's only six foot. He's six foot but two sixty five. He's thick. He's thick. He's a thick boy. He's thicker than a Snickers, but. He, he's not like the tallest. So um, a part of me wanted to go with the pattern because if he's gone, you know, loss, win, loss, surely next he should get a win. I don't think that works here because, again, there's very little information on Vendera. Like I was trying to like do a bit. I could, I could have gone back and watched some of his fights, I guess, but um, very little information uh, he's he he, but he trains it. He's from the, he's from America. He trains at Team Quest. I would I would hazard a guess that he can wrestle. Um, he's got you know a few knockouts on his record. I just think that he's going to be the bigger guy. He's going to be too much to deal with for Taffer. And the double chance decision or KO is two point seven five. So that's what I'm going to go with again. With very little information, I'm just going to be intrigued because you know it's it's two big guys, one considerably bigger. I mean, he's he's six foot four. I mean, he doesn't quite weigh as much as Taffy usually weighs in. Taffy usually hits the limit, and um, I think Vendero like weighed in at two sixty last time we fought. But you know, he he has got the reach. He's got significant reach, and he's got the height. And if he can wrestle as well, that's going to be problems for Taffer all day. So I'm going to take him as an underdog in this one. Uh, double chance, uh, KO or decision, 2.75. Add that to the bet slip. 
And then we've got the delayed fight. The, the, it's, uh, they've put it together again quickly, which is good. Hermanson versus Shabazin. Uh, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this one. I was when it was on UFC 262. It was postponed. I can't remember what. Probably a COVID uh, thing, but I don't know. Either way, Shabazin, he's coming in as an underdog here, which I think is interesting, right? Because now I did, I did bet on... Um, Oh no! Who did he fight? So Brunson, yeah, Brunson. He, he fought Brunson, and I did, and I like Brunson's got good knockout power. I liked Brunson in that one, and Brunson did get the knockout. Uh, but before that, let's not forget that Shabazian murdered Brad Tavares. There was a reason they matched him up with Brunson in the first place. It's because he was murdering some very good high-level people. And Shabazian, he's been around MMA for a long time. He was he was Ronda Rousey's, uh, I don't know, what, judo dummy, I guess. Uh, that's all I saw of him in those training footage. She just used to throw him around. But now, like I said, he's he's the one that's been in MMA for a, for a hot minute. He's fighting at middleweight. Uh, yeah, I think that this, uh, I kind of like Shabazin as an underdog here because he's just very good striking. He's got very good submissions as well. I don't know if he catches Hermanson's submission because Hermanson is very good at submissions himself. He's very well versed. It's going to be difficult to catch that guy. But Hermanson has shown some weaknesses in the stand-up. I, do, I just think that Shabazin is probably going to be a little bit more technically proficient standing up than Hermanson, and I don't think, I, I think that actually it's a, two, it's a double-edged sword because whilst I think that Hermanson's going to be difficult for Shabazian to submit, I think that on the other foot, Hermanson's going to have a tough time in submitting Shabazian. You know, watch, watch this, watch Hermanson get a fucking submission now. Watch him, bastard. Anyway, my money is going on Shabazian and it's going on him by knockout. I just think that he's going to be technically better on the feet. Every fight starts standing. I don't think that, that Hermanson is going to have an easy time getting him to the ground. So, yeah. Knockout, Shabazian, 3.75. Boom. Add that to the bet slip. So then we've got uh, Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. the main event of the evening. Now, the odds on this one, it's more or less a toss-up, really. And I don't know if it should be. They do have an opponent in common. Now, Rob Font lost to Rafael Asanso. And Garbrandt, if you remember, the last time he fought was against Asanso. And it was one of the KOs of the year. It was that one where he kind of like, he, duck, he ducked down and came back up just so quick and just flatlined him. Go back and watch it. If you haven't seen um, Cody Garbrandt knock out of Rafael Asanso, go back and just like YouTube it. Like you'll find it. It's, it's, it's a, a few seconds clip, but it's just, it's the speed that he came up. And you've got to remember that Garbrandt, he was a champion not that long ago. Do you know what I mean? He looked very good against, against Dominic Cruz. Uh, that, this is at 145 though. No, 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 it wasn't one. No, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Don't listen to me. He's always been at 135. He, he considered going down to 125, didn't he? But he hasn't. So anyway, yeah, 135 is bantamweight. So I just think, yeah, Garbrandt's been facing some pretty high-level competition for a very long time. And that's, you know, obviously he had those two losses to Dillashaw, but Dillashaw was using, like, all the steroids, apparently. And then, you know, he got knocked out by... Um, fuck me, I've forgotten his name. Uh, but, yeah, he... Yeah, he got he he got another knockout loss anyway before coming back and uh, beating a Sansal. So he he was on a bit of a skid, but two of those were to a steroid cheat, and then he got caught. I don't know, but Font he's also got an impressive record. Do you know what I mean? Like anyone that manages to knock out Marlon Marias is is pretty good. Do you know what I mean? And his he's not exactly been fighting slouches. And Font 
does have a six inch reach advantage. That's significant. That's a significant reach advantage. They're the same height and the same weight, but for some reason he's got a six inch reach. And one thing that we have seen is that Cody's chin has given out in the past. It has. Like whether you know TJ Dillashaw was on all the steroids or not, or you know, or whatever, and, and he just got caught in his other fight. Uh, I just think that yeah, Cody's chin, we've seen it give out. We've seen that it can be that when tested, it fails the test. It's failed that test three times. We have not seen Font's chin fail any tests so far. You know, his losses have all come from, I think it was one submission loss and he's lost three by decision. So he's never been knocked out. I think this fight largely is going to stay on the feet. And for that reason, I've got to go with Rob Font here. We're at 2.75 uh, for the KO. Uh, because I just think that over five rounds, with a reach advantage, Rob Font is going to test Cody Garbrandt's chin. And we've seen Garbrandt's chin give out before. It's failed those tests before. I think over five rounds, Rob Font will find the knockout. 2.75 I'm having a go on that. But I'm also going to have a cheeky go on the... Because the, lately, all these fights have been ending in the second round. You know, Dustin, uh, Miocic uh, versus Ngannou. Um, is in the second round, Oliveira against Chandler just at the weekend. They, they've all been ending. The main events have all been ending in the second round. Second round KO for Rob Font is 8 0.50, so seven and a half to one. I am having a go on that. Look, do you know what I mean? The, the trend is the trend. Do you know, it's, it's, I think that's just, yeah, that, that's well worth a bet. So I'm going with that. I'm also taking the fourfold. So the fourfold is Rothwell uh, to win by knockout. You've got uh, double chance on Vandera. You've got Shabazian by knockout and taking Rob Font by knockout. That is 67.35. That is an awful bet. That is terrible. That, is, that has never got a chance in a million years. But uh, around, you know, 66 to 1, I will certainly put a quid on that because that is a terrible bet. Uh, yeah, so what, what are you guys betting on? Let me know in the comments. Just, you know, to, it, are my bets crazy? They, I think they're crazy. I think they're terrible. But uh, we'll wrap them up on, yeah, you know, it's probably a Wednesday or Thursday next week. I'll see, um, uh, my, my calendar's pretty busy. So uh, I'll go see if I can, yeah, sneak that in. But either way, until we see you next time, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.